What's up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for February 13th, 2023. Well, that totally sucked. Um, I still haven't really had time to kind of process or, or go through anything, but just a couple things off the top of my head that I'm thinking. First of all, as bad as the refs were all year, I mean, you can't, I mean, it was a hold. Was it a ticky-tack hold? Yeah, but at the end of the day, you shouldn't even have been in that position anyway. So holding or not, I mean, I, I don't think you make that call when I've seen a lot worse not get called in bigger in the same type of big situations. But that call is not why we lost. Uh, the field, the field was just a complete and total mess. I mean, you had Arizona didn't make the playoffs, so you had all that time to get that field ready, and guys were slipping on both teams all over the place. And there were a couple times, and and again, this was both sides. And I know both teams. My dad just said, "Well, both teams have to play in it," but that's the Super Bowl. You had all that time to prepare. Come on, Arizona, you got to be better than that. That field was a complete and total mess. Um, everybody was complaining about it. the Eagles had to change their spikes how many times? Like, you, it's ridiculous. Um, it's the Super Bowl, um, but ultimately, too many mistakes. I mean, one hurts. He has to hold on to that ball. That was basically a gift wrap uh, fumble six. I guess I saw people calling it. Um, you can't make that mistakes. But even so, they bounce back. You can't like you had a twenty four. To or what was it, 31-21 lead going into the fourth quarter. You cannot blow that. That's on Gannon in the defense. And I don't know, man. I, there was a couple blown coverages. Yeah, I get that it's Mahomes and Kelsey, and they are great. But you, you can't blow your calls. You can't can't miss coverages. And I don't know. I, I, it's got to go back to the defensive coordinator for not putting it. As Andy Reid used to always say, he didn't put the players in the right position, apparently. Um, so, I mean, you, there's no way you can be blown, especially when the defense is the strength of your team. You should not be blowing a 10 point lead going into the fourth quarter. I don't care who you're playing. Yes. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best. He's the MVP, best quarterback in the game. I get that, but you cannot be blowing a 10 point lead. And finally, special teams. The hell was that? It's been that was the one thing we had no return game pretty much all year. Covey that that one return that he had that was his best return of the year, um, in, in my opinion. And it just I, I don't know what happened, man. Like special teams, you can't in that big of a spot you can't let them come right down and get so, like inside the ten or wherever it was or twenty. And I mean, just, like I said, too many mistakes. Um, I don't know. Like, this is not the time right now. Maybe next week it'll be like, oh, yeah, it was a great season. It's a disappointing season. Like, at this point, the way that game played, I would have rather have been blown out than lose that way. And I don't want to hear, oh, it was one of the best Super I, No, we didn't win. So it wasn't one of the best Super Bowls. So miss me with that as well. But I'll have more on this as the week goes. <clears throat> Still debating what to do for Back to the Future. Um I was hoping to do something from the parade and, and do like a recap of the, the Super Bowl celebratory, but it's definitely going to be more of a somber tone now, but more on that as I have time to process. This is the first I'm really kind of thinking about it, and I, I just 
too many mistakes. Like in all three, all three aspects. You had the the costly fumble on offense, the shitty punt return on offense or special teams, and the blown coverages on defense. You can't you can't give up ten points when that's a special your your team's bread and butter all year, and and then you do that. But like I said, more on that as the week goes. But I did win a few hundred dollars on black pools, so that was nice. Um, so I'm not going to be able to, and I can probably buy good stuff with it. Now I'm not going to have to go buy Super Bowl championship gear. Anyway, today's Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. We're going to take a look at Tina Sloan Green. She was born in Southwest Philly, went to Girls High, <clears throat> then went to Westchester where she played field hockey and lacrosse. She became the first black woman on the U.S. Nationals field hockey team. Um, and then she became the lacrosse coach at Temple in 1975, went on, coached there for 18 years, <clears throat> excuse me, won three AIAW with, uh, national championships, which is the Association for Intercollegiate Athletics for Women. Um, she also worked at, or I don't know if, I, I'm assuming she retired at this point, but she worked as a professor of sports and culture at Temple University. I actually had her for a racism in college athletics class. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's an amazing person. I learned a lot from her. And because of that class, last week we talked about Charles Bloxon. I was able to see and work with some of the collection he had. So it was a really cool connection right there. She co-founded the Black Women in Sports Foundation, which supported black women who were interested in coaching or sports administration careers and just opened up so many doors for black girls um, and women to play lacrosse and field hockey. She is a lacrosse Hall of Famer, Temple University Hall of Famer, Westchester University Hall of Famer, International Women's Sports Hall of Famer. And most importantly, though, she just worked tirelessly to open up doors for black girls and give them opportunities not only to play lacrosse and field hockey and, and get some scholarships and go to colleges, but also from the other side of it, helping them to become coaches and work in the sports industry. So today, shout out Tina Sloan Green. Like I said, I had her as a professor for a class. She's an awesome, awesome person and has done a lot for the community. So thank you for all of your contributions. This day in Philly sports history, we're going to go back to 2010 and the Flyers headed into the Olympic break on a four-game win streak after they beat Montreal 6-2. Danny Briere had a hat trick. Little did we know that that was going to end up being the Eastern Conference final preview. Um, yeah, 7-8. and eight. Um, The Flyers were the seventh seed. The Canadians were the eighth seed. Both of them were playing in the Eastern Conference final. Only in hockey, man. But uh, the Flyers were the seventh seed. That was the year that they went down 3 nothing to Boston in the conference semifinals and then stormed back and then were down 3 nothing in the first period of Game 7, came back and won. Ultimately, they would beat the Canadians, lost to the Blackhawks in the Stanley Cup final. But on this day, back in 2010, the Flyers beat the Montreal Canadiens 6-2 to head into the Olympic break on a four-game win streak. Shout out to Tina Sloan Green for all of your contributions. And, I, I mean, like I said, I don't even know what to say at this point about the Eagles. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're set up good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're, they're not done. It's not like this was a uh, lightning in a bottle, one-and-done situation. They will be back. Um, I Hopefully, the 
still some question marks with who's coming back. They had a couple of those one-year deals. So we'll see how it goes. They're, they're set up good in the draft. They have uh, the, the two picks this year, including one that's a top 10. So the future is bright, but I, I, I'm still dwelling on the past right now because, that, that like I said, that stinks. You can't, you can't go into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead and blow it. I don't care who the quarterback is. But go try to power through your Mondays. We'll be back here tomorrow. But until then, I'll see you when I see you.